0: Hey, before we jump into the show, just let you guys know, um, to help support us coming to you every week, um, which we love to do, we really need your support in return, so we set up a Patreon account. You can support your gay aunties with whatever nickels and dimes and dollars and credit cards and whatever you got, when you got it, you can holler at us at patreon.com slash your gay aunties that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com at well dot com slash (laughs) your gay aunties i'm 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 trying y'all i'm trying anyway um that would really really help us uh, pay expenses and all the things that it takes to actually make this podcast happen all right with that being said on with the show hey this is finipa Walita. hey this is red summer you know who we are we are your gay aunties hey, yes and we here trying to figure out what we gonna talk about anyway so, <laughs> like what we gonna talk about today I don't Good know day. I don't know hmm.
1: so um, a couple of things I was thinking about and hmm okay so <laughs> a friend of mine posted a picture um that said I was married now right and she's standing there um with her husband oh I don't even know if it said I was married now but I think it did it was something to that along that effect but she's standing there with her husband and now I have known this lady for nearly a decade as a lesbian. I don't know if you know like what everybody's um Specifications are or what that means, but I have seen it enough where enough of my friends are like posting pictures with their husbands that I just said, Oh, how wonderful, and just went on Uh. with life, right? But the funny thing is, you know, how like when somebody else comments on the picture later on that you get a notification. So, you know, I kinda didn't even go back to the picture because it was so many, you know, especially a wedding picture. You're gonna get comments on that thing for two days. You <laughs> know, So I ended up going back and looking and my friend was just like, I can't believe y'all thought that this was real. Like, I am a lesbian. <laughs> I can't believe and I was like, um, <laughs> You know what? I have seen it so much lately that I didn't think wait, wait. It. she was just she was
0: just it was a joke. She was just yes.
1: But I took it seriously like it was just supportive and didn't even do the whole girl, what? Wait a minute, what? Like I didn't do any of that because I just keep seeing it. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know where
0: I don't know. That's not your people. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. I, 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 I <laughs> But, you know, this also, you know, makes me think about, you know, this idea or and this is where this, this is a generational divide. Okay. So I got my wig turned one time. I had a conversation with some um, older lesbians, um, considerably older than me. I would say at least a solid mm-hmm. 20, you know, and um, they enlightened me. And my girlfriend at the time, we having this conversation with them about this idea of choice versus being born gay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm of the understanding in the generation that I was born gay. I've been liking girls since I had any semblance of a sexuality, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and so these things we just take for granted. But they hit me to their generation... Or at least those in some some of them in their generation understanding it as a choice. And I'm like, I don't get that. How is that in any way a, a position of strength? And they was on some, no, actually we see that as a point of trans strength. So the whole understanding of being born gay wasn't really how they wrapped it around their head. Like they was like, no, I'm living in this world attracted to who I'm attracted to. And I'm making a choice to do that because I could choose not to, I can choose to hide. I'm choosing to tell you to your face who I'm attracted to and I'm choosing to live my life boldly and dopely and, and, and all of that. Um. So I, I, I don't understand you know, and so that just blew my wig back, um, this uh this understanding of how they understood choice, whereas we see that as no, that's a, not a cop out, but uh I don't know. Anyway, so they, they told me to my face, it was like that's y'all generation as in generation X. That's y'all generation that brought that it's but a choice. Shit, you know thing. what I'm saying? And I was like Yeah uh, Yeah, the born this way, excuse me, yeah, the born this, the born this way thing, like that was something mm-hmm. of Generation X You know, and it has stood strong. I guess you know to this day. But um, so I know, you know, so going back to your whole thing with the, you know, the women in your life who have been as long as you've known them to be gay, and (laughs) then all of a sudden they pop up with hubby, all happy and shit. You know, it's like I I don't know what to do with all that. I don't know what to do with all that. I guess I, you know, and, and that that can even speak to not for nothing. Even the younger generation, they push an the envelope even further, mm-hmm. um, or unpacking the envelope even more, and <laughs> <laughs> saying that you know, I'm living my <laughs> living my best life. I'm just living. <laughs> I'm living my life and that may be what it's going to be. And it can shift and it can change or I don't know. Like, I, you know, I don't know.
1: So I'm in the middle on that. Like, I don't know that I can say definitively like born this way or choice specifically. Like for the longest time, I felt like I had made a choice, like because a dated man I was married to a man, had children, blah, blah, blah. Um, I did not have a problem. Like, I wasn't repulsed by men or anything like that. I just knew that, like, once I had my first girlfriend, I was like, oh, I'm gay. Mm -hmm. Why didn't anybody ever tell me this? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And it just, (laughs) it was like a light bulb. It was like... Aha moment. <laughs> I was like, this is who I am. Great. <laughs> and I've been fine. <laughs> but I don't, I don't have the same experience that I know a lot of my friends have. And like some of the women that I've dated were like they've just been like absolutely like I'm not attracted to men. Like I've never been. I just da-da-da-da-da. Like, and I know a lot of women who can look at a man and be like, oh my God, he's so fine, but they're not like sexually attracted to him right (laughs) um and so i kind of like on the fence about Mm -hmm. it like just for myself speaking like not that there is a definitive answer for everybody in the world but like even for myself I know sometimes like like early oh I told you about that story when I was um Talking to my homeboy, who was who had been married and was now with a man, he was just like, "Well, I I can't be anything other than bi because that would negate this whole other part of my life and relationship." Uh, even though he was in this long term relationship with a, a man, and I, I, I right?
0: <laughs> um, well, no, here, no, here's you know, here's the thing, and this is why you know I'm gonna you know, this being 100, it's like there's even a, a deeper gray area. I, okay, I remember mm-hmm. always, like since I was a little girl, being attracted yeah. to girls. You know, I didn't know what a relationship was like that too deep for a little six year old, you know what I mean, but mm-hmm. I knew that whatever little sexuality that was percolating in me, it was towards girls. Now, when I got a little older as in a teenager, and I had like my first little boyfriends or whatever, I genuinely love them. <laughs> and I genuinely love the set. So I'm not gonna yeah. sit here like I'm a gold star. No, bitch, I ain't no gold star. I ain't sub and I ain't even motherfucking bronze. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and I'm not gonna sit here and lie, you know, to put up whatever appearances because I'm masculine presenting per se that, you know, I'm not, I'm I haven't been, nor yeah. am I. You know, at on oh, occasion, we'll see a man walking down the street like that nigga right there can get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but where I stop is like, okay, that nigga right there can get it if he want if he wanted. <laughs> but uh,
1: got you. <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows I got a yeah. deep crush on on you know, Idris Elba, so I'm just gonna, you know, that's a real crush. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't be playing games. That's a real fucking crush. But, the, um, but, but. But where the bug stops for me is that I cannot imagine being in a relationship, like building and like spending my time with you like that, you know, like that, that is not attractive. I love being around women. I love women's culture. I love everything about women, you know, so sexuality, how does defined is sexuality, who you prefer to sleep with or is it who you prefer to spend time with in general? You know, so so there's still that gray area.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so like I can still see a brother and be like, oh my God, he is so fly. Like <laughs> Yes, indeed, it's sweetie. But like, like you said, like that's kind of where it ends. Um but I don't know if that for me, like back to the mm. the point of it, makes mm-hmm. it a choice. Because, like once I understood the option, um you know, especially like growing up, like I didn't know, and I went to art mm. I went to art schools, right, so I knew that there were gay boys, but I had never seen a lesbian, I had never heard of the term, I didn't really know what it was, um I didn't know it was possible and definitely not possible for me, right mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And when you don't have yeah. language or or contextual understanding of things, like you just you don't get to participate right <laughs> um and so it wasn't until college that I realized that there were girls hmm. who had relationships with girls um and those are my friends like <laughs> i really <laughs> the the funny thing too, like mm-hmm. I really hung around the the gay girls more in school because they were in single gender spaces and growing up in Islam that's what I was used to right <laughs> but it wasn't until like I recognized I don't even think I understood initially that they were gay mm. I just knew that they were like hella cool and they all hug like all the girls hug around and I was like one day like hey that's not your roommate is it <laughs> Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> you know, this is really interesting, and I'm sure for younger people, it may, uh, for some, maybe they they experience the same things as we did. But I think one of the blessings of this of, of of generations after us is that the whole reckoning or the realizing that to be you know to be gay actually exists. Okay, let me let me back up. So I think gay men you know, um, have always been to whatever degree visible in media, you know, Um, whereas gay women have not as much been Mm -hmm. visible in media, you know, so gay men's been been visible in media and and more so than gay women, even before it was acceptable or whatever, right? And so for our generation, um, you know, Literally, because I, you know, I don't think I have any reference either of what it was to be gay. I just knew what I was attracted to, and I knew that, you know, innately, you know, because that's mm-hmm. one thing me and Red having common—we both were raised in Islam—that oh, it was wrong. I could never reveal my attractions, right. even though I didn't know how to contextualize my attractions to women, or when I would see even masculine women and try to understand what they were.
1: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um,
0: and so, it wasn't until I was a little older that I could even. Shit, I couldn't even I, I could even say the word lesbian actually, when I was younger. I didn't I didn't I did wasn't familiar with. It, I didn't know it. I didn't even when I technically knew it. Maybe I heard it somewhere. I couldn't literally voice it. So as yeah. younger people, um, um, have the blessing of just exposure, you know, mm-hmm. to to at an earlier age contextualize what their mind is trying to piece together. Is a, is a freaking blessing. Let me just you know put that out there. But I I, I don't. Uh, I think the the water not getting murky, but if not clearer, where we're we seeing more than we thought we was going to see about ourselves as human beings. You know, gets back to the initial point of older or just women mm-hmm. known to be gay. and All of a sudden, they not. You know, um, not like, are they not? Are they just queer women married to men? You know, what is it? And I have this man in my life that I love to death. You know, I, I love him to death, but not enough to be you with know, Like, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm just, I, 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 with the difficulty for me in this thing that you put out on the table in regards to lesbians marrying mm-hmm. men, um, aside from the ugh, I don't want to have to even talk with straight people about this because that's just that this supports their theory that oh it wasn't real type of bullshit but i'm trying to stand where where is the point of no return where you cannot where and i don't want to think about i don't want to think about it as this oh love is love and when love gets you that's it it's like no it's more it's 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 more complicated than that like the Investment. Fuck. Fuck the love and the romanticism and the fucking movies and the yeah. the, the, Hall, the hallmark cards. I'm talking about like the real work and investment in relationships, and that's a choice mm-hmm. to fucking want to do yeah. that. Like, and and what is it about this man that makes you say, "Fuck it, I'm <laughs> going to put the work into so this man"? I
1: was thinking like, was you know. Okay, so just disclosing,
0: like,
1: my wife was gay like at five <laughs> like, she knew it everybody else knew it like everybody was clear like whatever but then she um joined a church and they just kept 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 on her until she finally broke and she married a man right when she was marrying him her family said you know she's gay right and he was like yeah you know? but we're gonna try to make it work. Eventually, he just allowed her to leave that situation <laughs> because he's straight. But he recognized that, like,
0: was he straight?
1: No, you know she she can she's a. But well,
0: attracted to masculine you know women. You can, we can put yes, a dress on a masculine yes. woman; she's still a masculine I think woman,
1: too. Like, mm, and that's another thing. I, I think, like, when men are used to being around like strong and dominant women, like they just understand that experience. Period. So I think it was like more of that than like him kind of being, you know, funny. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. No, not even funny, not like, even like he was attracted to men, but I think, I mean, queerness in the broad sense of it. Like there are men who are attracted to masculine women or not the stereotypical femme, you know what I mean? but that's for me is queer. So, I don't know. Man who eventually
1: and that was the story like he just was like, "You know what? I'm going to let you go ahead back to women cuz <laughs> I see this is stressful for you. Like I see you trying and it's not working." <laughs> and so I I saying that to say that like I know that people believe things I know that people go through like parts of their lives where they you know they try to to do something else or where it, maybe it's it is them maybe it's not like you at the end of this life you got to be able to say you did everything <laughs> you tried it all right um and so I don't know like back to your question of like does is that definitive like them marrying a man does that mean that they're straight does it say to straight people like well she was never gay to begin with it was just a phase like or is this the time where um we just just allow people to do them
0: I don't know you know this this is leaning and I think I might I'm gonna say this but I want to I'm gonna say it and then we can kind of stay on the Mm -hmm. topic but I do at some point want to talk about you mentioned that you know she joined the church and the church is pounded into her and then you know human yeah. being being what it is the human brain being what it is she you know you know you hear a lie long enough <laughs> you start to believe it but you know like i've seen mm-hmm. two things one i've seen you know like just random videos on online where these women looking gay is all the fuck get out right but believes through her religion that it's wrong and that so she's married to a man and I just, you know, and you over here laughing because it's like, you don't see yourself, you know? Um, and then, and, and on the flip, the same not just with Christianity, but also with Islam. And that's something that you and I could definitely speak to. And if you are a, a, a Muslim girl or boy out there and you're struggling with um, your sexuality within mm-hmm. the faith, please holler at us because we the bitches you want to talk to. <laughs> Is, 'Cause we can generally talk on in particular on Islam, you know. Um, but um, but but yeah, but this this idea of all the okay, here's what I'm trying to say. All the things that inform us from the day we enter this world and all the decisions we make in this world, um, all the things that inform those mm-hmm. decisions, you know, um, you know, how what what is us, what is something else? You know what I mean? Um and even the stuff that we claim as us, yeah. how is that continu- how does that continually change as we get more information in our world, you know, and I say information, I'm not talking about propaganda or even media for that matter. You know, I'm just talking about the different people in our lives and experiences we have all inform
1: mm-hmm.
0: our minds and our in our decisions and how we move and groove in the world. So you know, I don't want to judge anyone who maybe was lesbian or even gay for most of their lives, and then decide to marry the opposite sex. Marry, I just want to put out there, marry. You know, that's a commitment. <laughs> marry, you know, the opposite sex for whatever reasons they give. You know, it's it's. I, I ain't going to front and say that I don't judge. I do judge. You know, but maybe it's not my place to judge. I, I just I, I just don't understand.
1: Yeah. um I'm at the point now where I don't judge because I think I've seen it <laughs> like enough. So even like when my friend was just like, I can't believe y'all thought that. I can't believe y'all didn't even question me. Nobody was like, uh, what's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just like, cause who am I? Like, who am I to say that if you have been dating women all of this time, but you found the person that makes your heart sing, baby? Do you <laughs> like mm. and I think there's because there's not um and I don't know if it's for everybody it's it's just for me, like I don't hold any of the the stigmas to stuff anymore. I've seen so many people do so many things, so many ways that I don't think that there's a way like a right way or like a way that you're supposed to be like I don't think that. There's a way to be a real anything anymore, like a real stud, a real film, a real gay, like a real anything. Like I think everybody is is operating in their realness as much as they can at the moment. Like,
0: <laughs> and you know, even to unpack, you know, and you're you're the better of the two here. Um, and and I don't mean that in jest. I think because I'm trying to understand because I I. I I am also someone, I like to believe that I don't judge, but I think what I do is I experience judgment, but the act mm-hmm. of judgment, I hold back on. Because I understand that me experiencing judgment, um, I think is 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 human. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do with that experience, those feelings of awkwardness, like I don't understand or whatever, I know that that mostly is about me and, and really nothing about the other person. So- I can then at that point choose to try to better understand it or just fuck it. I don't give a fuck and just walk mm-hmm. away. Like that's them. That's, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't experience the judgment. It's just what I choose not to do with it. Like I don't, I ain't going to ever hammer somebody on their, on their choices in life, you know, um, not in any active mm-hmm. way. That's just not of me or in me. But, um, but I do experience it because, I think judgment is just experiencing completely not understanding, <laughs> <laughs> you know, based on what I know to be. Um, but, you know, you want to go mad, man, go and do that, go mad, man. go I mean, I mean, you know, go, 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 mm, ooh, you know, I just, you know, again, to me, it's not even a sex thing. It's I mean, like just spending your, your days, that's, <laughs> you know, and nights and- Mornings and afternoons and weekends and mm-hmm. and financing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I, I take men and 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 you know, like I again, you and I, we both have men in our lives, both straight and gay, who we love and adore and mm-hmm. care for and have long-winded conversations with and get into it with and yada yada yada. But at some point, just like with me with children, they got to go home to somebody. You know what I mean, like they can't just be here you know what i mean like <laughs> like i can't have men in my in my physical space leaving toilets up in, and that's that's really petty mm-hmm. but but it's a real thing <laughs> but the the habitual presence of a man is something that is so very unappealing to me unattractive you know what i mean how men in general are raised it would drive me fucking crazy how they're how they're hardwired even the most yeah. even feminist quote unquote men even even they even they the chemicals that come off their bodies i'm like i'm like oh mm-hmm. child i can't like my whole i'm just i'm just repul- I'm, I'm repulsed you know what i mean um again You know, just to be 100, not like I haven't had sex with men and, you know, whatever those chemicals that come off their body (laughs) in the moment, it works in the context of that moment. But I don't want to smell it after that moment. Like, I mean, we uh, we, keep it real with the people. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. But I think in keeping it real, what I, I think, and even for the straight folks that might be watching this, I'm really, what I'm trying to break down is this thing of, of sexuality and attraction and how it's not a black and white thing. It really is something that moves and grooves. It's, it's very fluid. And different people have different stipulations of what they're attracted to, when they're attracted to it, and what their limits are within yeah. that. And when it comes to women, I'm unlimited. <laughs> you know what i mean so even like back to the whole conversation of what it is to be bisexual so is it to be bisexual it means you're unlimited to receive both men and women as in the you know i'm not even gonna get into intersex and all that but like men and women or male and female whatever into your life not just sexually but fully so is that's what it is to be quote-unquote bisexual <laughs> Um, cause I've questioned like, am I really bisexual? Can I shut up? I? I was like, no, nah, mm, yeah. no, there has to be, there has to be something else in there because I don't want to spend, I would never, that would never be an option for me. Like no way, you know? Um, so that's not, so in other words, like a sexual sexuality, mm-hmm. just who you sleep with or is it more complicated than that? Who you're actually willing to commit to spend time with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and build with. You know, um, in that case, no, I'm not bisexual. I'm definitely a motherfucking lesbian.
1: Now, now, here's what just popped up to me, too. Now, and this is going back a little bit in in history, (laughs) in gay history. Like, how many lesbian gay marriages were (sighs) taking place, like, in the the 70s? Than that kind yes of uh, marriages of convenience perhaps Mar- right, right, um or like the the public marriages to i don't you know for all of those reasons like to protect you know your your um your livelihood right <laughs> so you know gays and lesbians would, would get married and, <laughs> and have you know the things that you know all of the mm-hmm. conveniences mm-hmm. of <laughs> life in that way but then they would have their sexuality right with their same gender partners
0: honestly this you know what I think is a good example of that and not to the extreme like he's gay and she's um, a lesbian but more so they're both queer mm-hmm. In a very real Mm -hmm. way, and their marriage works for them, and I think their marriage is genuine. I don't think it's like a farce in any way. But I think Will and Jada Smith are perfect, um, really Mm -hmm. modern day version of um, now. I don't want to say a magic convenience. I do not want to belittle their marriage because I think it's much it's grander than that. Um, I think they are two queer people um, that they're able to honor their queerness um, and uh, give them each other space to to experience their queerness, sexually speaking, but also generally love each other because they are generally attracted to each yeah. other. They generally are you know, we're down to commit to making, obviously making a family and also raising their kids to be <laughs> just is open to all that life can give you and right. all that you can experience. Like, I love their relationship. Yeah, I want to yeah. be clear. I'm not, I'm totally not, you know, trying to, Shit on their relationship at all. I actually think their relationship is a fucking template for everybody. For <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like that's like relationship goals. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, because they they work together to make a family, work together to make careers, support each other's careers, support each other. Period. But I also I think literally sexually, I do. I've always believed that Will was um queer, and I definitely believe Jada was queer. You know, um, and it meant that they at some you know in their lives yeah. have been attracted to the same sex. But I think they support each other in whatever that queerness is for them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and that's another way to look at a relationship. Honestly, it's like, what do we in what do we into right. this for? If we if we're attracted enough to each other to want to one have sex with each other, um, to commit, to make whatever in this world, whether it's children, business, whatever. You know, um, right. So what I think I think what queer people really bring to the mm-hmm. table is to really re not reinvent, but to re, to revisit what is this institution of marriage? Because marriage being the ultimate commitment, you know, and oh, oh the commitment on paper, the contract, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so fuck the romanticism, the actual contract of marriage, right? So you know, I think queer people really can push the envelope. And and create other opportunities for even straight folks to look at their relationship. Like, what? How can we? What is it to really marry this person and to support this person and all that they are right now and what they may grow into being? Mm-hmm.
1: And then what or recognizing. Does it look like to be whole and free in a marriage, like in a relationship where you exactly. are like bonded for life, where you still get to grow, mm-hmm. you still get to experience, you know life in all the ways that you desire and and that feel intuitive for you. And you have this lifelong relationship, you know, with this other
0: And and that's and that's and that's for queer folks too, because you know, we 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 as queer people, we really big on kind of following straight folks, like, Mm -hmm. you know the heteronormative (sighs) model. The hetero yeah, we we big on the heteronormative stuff. Even the whole institution of marriage and I am not a fan of marriage. I'm gonna put that out there. If y'all don't know about me, that's like you know, uh, if you want to do it, if it's good for you, great, love it. If you like it, I love it. But I, 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 I don't really care for the institution of of, of marriage, at least how it looks like right now in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, when we, you know, this whole thing of you know fighting for gay marriage, I, I guess I, I was never really a big proponent of it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was never a big, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is some rich white gay man fucking. Fight, you know what I mean? Cause they got everything else. They just want that other thing that the straight folks. Some, you know, like marriage is something, some sort of gift of normalcy or something like that. Where I said, well, we got issues of healthcare, we got issues of poverty, we got so many other issues as queer people. That getting married is the fucking yeah. whatever. <laughs> and then when we do it, that shit look just like straight folks. I'm like, so what we doing? What we what we doing? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Right. But um. No, I Anyway, um damn, I forgot my damn point. Oh Jesus. I have an auntie moment. You know, we have those every now and then. We should make music. Yeah. <laughs> well, it
1: happens to the best of us, right? So I was um I was trying to figure out like, is it a choice? And if so, which part is the choice? Is the being gay mm-hmm. the choice or the being in a gay relationship that's the choice, right? Because before when in the older generation <laughs> where you were speaking about before, like, they may have felt it, but they didn't feel empowered to act on it, right? They weren't in the space socially where they could make that kind of decision for themselves. And a lot of people did. So we always, you know, heard those stories about your auntie that had her friend, and they've been living together all this time as roommates, right? <laughs> so, you know, we know that, that there were gay people, that there always have been. We have Ruth Ellis, like... <laughs> Okay, so
0: we get that. Who was out only out as a masculine right. gay woman like in the early nineteen hundreds, y'all. <laughs> early. Exactly. early so
1: like we know that it existed, but like is the choice that they're referring to the choice to be gay or the choice to be out or the choice to like be in openly gay relationships or like Yeah. I'm I'm thinking that's more so it hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I always thought, especially because girly girls are so friendly, right? They're always just like, oh my God, like, your boobs are so big. And mm-hmm. then they'll bounce them for you. And they're <laughs> just like, oh my God, look at your legs. They're so long. Like, oh my God, I love your legs. You have such a pretty figure. Like, we do that to each other, right? <laughs> and so I understood that to be feminine
0: activity okay i'm just writing i'm writing a note down but i want to i want to keep i want to keep a note of other topics we can talk about and one that i really really am passionate about and i'm really think that other masculine women would like to talk about is what femmes are able to do with each other and what no 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 and what as women and what masculine women Mm. are not able to do not so much even with each other but with femmes that the relationships we can have because you know most of my friends friends or feminine women, but I still feel sometimes a a hindrance, like I can't be as touchy touchy as I would like to be, because I'm still appear like my appearance kind of dictates well, I have to to interact with them according to how men like they have the limitations that men have with women. You know what I mean? And that's the most frustrating, infuriating Mm. thing. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> okay, even within the queer community. But because but we'll I always understood women yeah. to
1: relate like that. I didn't think anything about like the feelings that I had
0: mm-hmm.
1: for women. I women looked at each other and every woman like mm-hmm. wanted to like touch each other and like, oh my gosh, like, oh your hair. Like because girls did that, I didn't think there was anything different about what I was experiencing and once I mm. like dated my first girlfriend and I was asking my my straight friends like I mean but everybody like didn't you feel like this and didn't you think this and they was like Mm-mm, girl no it didn't go that far for me <laughs> right <laughs> and I was like hmm <laughs> maybe this has been lying a little dormant for longer than I expected <laughs> <laughs> But again, because I didn't have language or context or, you know, for anything like that, it wasn't an option. It wasn't a reality for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God. And it's like, I feel like, you know, we, the people, human beings in 2018, you know, as, as far as we come, we, I feel like we're still just on the mm-hmm. the, in the beginning stage of our evolution regarding our motherfucking sexuality or coming back to mm-hmm. our sexuality because I'm sure when we first arrived on this bitch, it was all, you know, everybody fucked everybody, everybody, you know, <laughs> there weren't, there weren't any, you know, rules. Any social yeah. rules. Constructs. Yeah, exactly. You know, so trying to, you know, get back to absolute freedom <laughs> mm-hmm. for everyone. Cause queer people don't have the lock on freedom, like, not by a, a, a long mark. Yeah. Long shot. But, um, um, maybe a little ahead of the game, but we definitely don't got and the full monogamy. understanding because we still are somewhat tethered to this heteronormity. bullshit. Right? So heteronormity bullshit.
1: and monogamy
0: and all of the, the, yes. lines, oh, the guidelines child, and stuff that mm, come along right. with both of those concepts. Exactly. Got us, got us just trying to figure things out <laughs> at a crazy rate, you know, where we go, you know, we have so many letters in the alphabet mm-hmm. now, we got, you know... You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause we just—it's like we're well, trying to refigure shit that. out that we probably knew ages ago. You know, but okay, I don't want us to get too far off track, but, but yeah, it was a good, a good kind of just open, this dialogue around mm-hmm. this ever, ever evolving sexuality within queerness. You know um, what that looks like in relationships. Um, nobody really yeah. has that. That I don't think that's a nobody dissertation. I don't think, it's like it's just ever. <laughs> it's just going on and on and on, and so I think ultimately mm-hmm. we're saying is don't always stand so righteous in your understanding of sexuality because that's just it. It's your understanding of sexuality, right. and all of us are limited, even those of us who think we are the most progressive. Forward thinking, envelope pushing—you mm-hmm. know—we speaking <laughs> at events, talking about yeah. be free. Da, 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 I'm part poly- of Everybody as their got their motherfucking to, hangups.
1: Um, I don't give a fuck. Protest is the only word that's coming to me, but like, go against those guidelines as well, right? So, like, even when you think that you are like the quintessential, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, there are still parts of you that cannot yeah. just go along with those
0: guidelines. Mm-hmm, 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 exactly. And how do we, how do, this is what we're trying to say, I think, how do we more so work towards the practice of courage, the practice mm-hmm. of um, embracing and supporting ourselves in those thoughts and trying to understand yeah. them better? How do we do that without being scared of what our community, right. whoever I would consider our community, thinks? because that's really what, that's the thing that prevents us from being courageous is we don't want to be isolated. We're social beings. So we don't want to be isolated from our social circles, you know? Um, so I think that is the real work of absolute courage um, in living this life, at least sexuality, relationship-wise speaking. Um, all right, shit. Um, but I want to put some things out there real quick. we talked about a few things that I think we may want to talk about in other episodes. I want to give people an opportunity to speak on them or to ask mm-hmm. us questions about them. So one thing we mentioned um, is if you are um, of, of uh, uh, if you're a Muslim girl or boy, um, and you are struggling um, with your sexuality or expressing yourself or trying to come out, what does that look like? Or even trying to see your life. Um, being a Muslim and being gay or maybe, you know, really looking at your faith or all the stuff that happens when you, you're dealing with when religion has is, has such a, um, a dominant mm-hmm. presence in your life. But, but you also have are contending with your sexuality and who you see yours, how you see yourself in the, in the future with partners. Right. Where are the women you wanna ask. Um, and so you can holler at us, your gay aunties at gmail.com. Also, we talked about if, um, I would love to talk about it in the future, if you are a masculine woman who sometimes feels that there is a stigma around you being very physical, um, not very, but just physical in a, in a general way um, mm-hmm. with your femme friends who are not your girlfriends um, and how that may look a certain way, or even your femme friends' girlfriends. <laughs> Um may sigh eye you or you feel like you have to because your 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 femme friend has a girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever you know um you can't really interact with her in a certain way or if because you have been socialized in a very masculine mm-hmm. way that you yourself struggle with fully having um being touchy feely that's just that's basically what the fuck it is touchy feely and really physical with your with your either your femme friends or yeah. shit or even your masculine friends you know this is a very real thing and i'm saying that because i know i struggle with that and, and definitely have struggled with it even harder in the past so that's some of the conversation i would like to have so if you have questions around that or comments around that again you can holler at us at your gay aunties at gmail.com or instagram um at your gay aunties
1: all right. Yeah. Thanks All so right. much for a good conversation. I love, like, being able to think through some of these things with you. <laughs> so, I know. I know. Yes. And um, that's a, that's it for this show. So I am Red Summer. <laughs> and I am Lisa Walida. And we are your gay aunties. Talk to you later, baby.
0: All right, y'all. <laughs>